Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. It is Friday. It is June 10th. I hope your week's gone well and you've got great plans for the weekend. But I got to tell you, there's a lot to be concerned about when we look at the numbers today that have come out from the economic standpoint and uh, where we are. Hey, it is important now more than ever that you make sure that you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio and what the possibilities are and how it could affect you. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. Again, 863-382-0037. We'd love to talk to you and help you out when it comes to those things. With that, we got Dave coming up next to talk about what's happening in our economy today. Dido there, Morning Dave here. We're at 8.39 now. It's 21 before 9. And there we go. Now I know where my buttons are. Time to check in on your money and find out what the Sam Hill's going on on Wall Street. I'll give you a hint. It's uh, not particularly pretty this morning. Downtown Sebring, we go to the offices of Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler is standing by, and both of us are kind of saying, holy crud, the numbers were bad, but not that bad this morning. Right, Philip? Exactly, man. I tell you, I walked into you know, a mixed bag, and uh, at 8.32, I checked the numbers, and holy moly, we saw a big slide in everything. Absolutely. Setting the table for us, it was not a good day yesterday by any measure. Wall Street, uh, Dow went down by 638 points, is down 1.94%. Standard & Poor's was off by almost 98 points, and the NASDAQ index was off by 332. We're talking about like 2.5-plus percentage points down on the NASDAQ yesterday. And then we get up to the data dump for today, and they all talk about consumer prices and income, and everything kind of is El Stinko. Consumer Price Index comes out this morning out of the federal government. We were expecting a 0.7% increase. It was up a full 1%. You get the core once you get rid of the elective stuff. And it was up six-tenths of a percent, and we were only expecting a half a percent. And things just get greasier from there, don't they? Yeah, they really do, Dave. You know, that's uh, and that was not what was hoped for by the markets. They really wanted to see that number start trending down. And it just didn't happen. And so we've seen a slide in the futures this morning. Yeah, the year-over-year consumer price index, they were expecting an 8.3% increase in consumer prices, which is no fun to begin with. The year-over-year is now 8.6% consumer price inflation. So not only is it a miss, it's a pretty big miss. And uh, it's kind of getting a reaction on Wall Street, I'd imagine. It is. It is. Like I said, we saw, um, uh, you know, at the at the beginning when I hit the office, it was mixed. We had, you know, a little green, a little red, but nothing huge. Uh, but when I checked at 832 and we were down well over a 1% across the board, some places we were up one point, down 1.3%. So um, definitely as soon as those numbers came out, now hopefully they'll start rifling through those numbers a little bit more. And maybe they'll be able to find a few bright spots here or there that gives them some encouragement to uh, reverse trend. But, Dave, I'm not holding my breath. 
The only the only bright spot that I can do is when we have a reaction as vociferous we're getting this morning, and I mean a complete turnaround from where we were just two minutes before the reports came out. Wall Street is famous for overreacting to something, and after they uh, sober up and uh, start readjusting things, maybe the drop that we're seeing this morning isn't going to look as bad at the end of the day as it is. A little bit of not such bad news anyway. Average hourly earnings, uh, we were uh, down 2.6% last month. Uh, we ended up only down six, only down uh, six tenths of a percent this time, and uh, so we're we're not really losing as much ground as they expected us to. And uh, uh, don't have the consumer sentiment number from the University of Michigan, but uh, that one generally was driving things a lot more. I got to believe when the consumers hear this news, that sentiment number is going to be different next month. Yeah, I think so. I mean, given what we're seeing there, and we, you know, I was looking at the markets and thinking after yesterday, I was really hoping that we'd see a bounce back because yesterday was just so drastic that, uh, uh, you know, but, but all things are kind of out the window this morning as we start to get some of this economic news that's just not uh, favorable to the markets. Yeah, and looking at the adjustment we had yesterday, you started wondering whether or not somebody had an inkling as to what these reports were going to look like this morning, because really there wasn't anything yesterday that at least I'm aware of that would have driven them down as much as they went. No, but, but it definitely highlights the fact that we need to have an understanding of how much risk we have in our portfolios, especially for folks that are getting close to retirement, because this could change those plans drastically if they have too much risk in their current portfolio. Absolutely. I mean, one of the indexes, the NASDAQ index, has been in bear market territory as we uh, as we define bear market now for a couple of months. Dow and the S&P have been bumping their nose on it, but aren't all the way down into bear market territory. But one of the major indexes is absolutely there. And doggone it all, if you're getting close to retirement, that's got to be kind of a frightening view if you're invested in equities. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, we've got these numbers coming out and I mean, we're at the end, right? I mean, we've got a, what, a couple more le- weeks left of this quarter um, before we get into the to the next quarter. We've got next week, you know, you got the Fed meeting and they're coming out and they, the, the projection is um, that they're going to raise interest rates, right? So at least a half a point. So if they raise those interest rates to half a point, that's going to continue to put pressure on all of us uh, from an economic standpoint, from an inflationary standpoint as well. Absolutely. The interest rates just generally go right into the retail prices that we pay. And looking at the uh, looking at the indexes that we're looking at today, the core CPI, the price index, and, uh, and uh, consumer prices in general, the last thing in the world we need is higher prices. But at the same time, uh, the fact that inflation is going, the economy's got to get tamped down somehow. And my biggest fear is looking at the fact that we were beating expectations at all the negative numbers when they come out with their decision next week. I start getting really nervous as to whether or not they're going to revise their guidance and say they're going to do these half point hikes as far as the eye can see until we get it straight and start cutting prices. Yeah, that's true. We're talking about interest rates. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about a little bit of inversion that we're saying. Well, no, I'm sorry. The inversion has gone away, but there was a little <laughs> bit of, a, of an inversion there. Well, it's still there. It's just about not as much as it was. So we've got the 10 year treasury right now yielding 3.03%. We got the five-year treasury yielding 3.09%. So typically, we see the longer the bond out, the higher the yield. And when we see this type of thing, that it's an inversion, that starts to get people's attention and uh, is an inflationary indication. 
and which direction the interest rates go on those as far as the yield is concerned indicates where some of the smart money thinks uh, the amount of time that we're going to have to wither goes. So when they start buying the 10-year bonds at the expense of the five-year bonds, it kind of indicates a little bit that, uh, well, maybe some of the smart money is expecting a longer winter financially than we were expecting, which once again harkens back a little bit to what you're saying, that uh, this is a scary time for somebody that's less than 10 years away from retirement, isn't it? It really is. I'm looking at the 30 year. The 30 year is only 3.11%. And so you look at that and it's what two tenths of uh, two one hundredths of a percent away from the five year. So if you get an inversion between the five and the 30, that's uh, that's going to raise some eyebrows. Yeah, we've been kind of watching the inversions on the interest rates for some time. And so far, when the 5 and the 10 get inverted, the market has generally shrugged it off. But we haven't hit that time when the long term one actually is inverted with the five-year, and that might be something that'll get somebody's attention, because I I don't know whether it's ever actually been really correlated, but a lot of at least legend in the financial industry says that when that happens, that's like a lead pipe cinch sign of a recession ahead, and uh, nobody really wants to see that, which is why we're kind of crossing our fingers something recovers before the end of the month, because absolutely nobody wants two declines in uh, in a row as far as uh, as as far uh, as far as uh, recessionary indications are concerned, so uh, our GDP number is going to look real important to us in about a month or so. You're absolutely right, Dave. Absolutely. So, give me some good news. Can you find any whatsoever on the reports that are coming out this morning? How about Dave, Stitch I've, Fix? That's a good place I, to go. I've tried. I've tried. I've looked at all my tip sheets. It's hard to find any good news today. Uh, Stitch Fix reported. Um, and they had a larger loss than expected. Um, and so, and they also gave weaker guidance when it comes to revenue than what was expected in the marketplace. So um, not good news there. They've also, now this is about the third or fourth, maybe sixth company that we've seen come out and say that they're either holding jobs uh, constant and not hiring, or they're laying people off. And Stitch, Stitch Fix has said they're going to lay off 330 people. That's about 4% of their total workforce. So um, not, not good news. They're trading down right now, almost 20% this morning. Are you there, Dave? Hello, Dave, you there? Hello? I am 
large, mostly positive in the Asian rim, at least mainland China. They must have issued a buy order there. They're up a percent and a half at the close. The other two are off fractionally. Europe is looking at our economic reports halfway through and going, whoa, no, we're down 1.75%. Uh, England and German markets are down 1.6%. There really isn't a lot of green ink anywhere in the nest eggs that you're ready for retirement and don't forget the statler financial radio show it happens three times a weekend twice on saturday uh, 6 a.m and noon and then or 8 a.m yeah 6 a.m and noon <laughs> and then 8 o'clock sunday morning on news talk 7 30 a.m for the statler financial radio show again quite a bit of red ink this morning the only uh, light side that i can put on it is generally we tend to overreact to bad economic